0: Welcome out to The Good, The Bad, and The Geeky, episode 267. I'm your host with the most, Jimmy, a.k.a. Jerome Wetzel, and this is a Good, The Bad, and The Geeky drive-by. Now, you may be asking yourself, host with the most, the most what? I don't know. I always ask Nick the same thing, and he's never given me a good answer. But um, more of you are probably asking, where is Nick? Because this is Nick's podcast, and Nick does GBG drive-bys by himself. And he already did one on Fear the Walking Dead, so what gives? Well, Nick and I have major disagreements over Fear the Walking Dead, so he graciously uh, agreed to allow me to do my own drive-by, which is basically in, in a counterpoint to his opinions on Fear the Walking Dead. But before we get started, we need to thank our sponsors. So first sponsor is Packrat Comics in Hilliard, Ohio, now with the second location in Marysville. They're a wonderful place where you can get board games and collectibles and, of course, comic books run by some very, very nice people. Uh, please support them. They're awesome. Second sponsor is Audible. Uh, go to audibletrial.com slash geeky to get a free audiobook. They have thousands of titles to choose from. I actually just finished listening to Felicia Day. Uh, you Never Weird on the Internet, almost, from Audible, and it was a very enjoyable book. Um, I, I also read it, and then I listened to it in audio, which some of you may think is a waste of time, but I wanted to hear it from Felicia's own mouth, and it certainly gave it a little bit different perspective, and she's a really fun reader. Um, I've also downloaded Steve Martin's uh, biography, one of them, Um I can't remember what it's called, but that's my next thing I'm going to try. But if you don't like comedians or web personalities, there are still thousands and thousands of other books to choose from. So go to audibletrial.com slash goodbadgeeky. We also have Ultimate Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, utmnt.com. That is Nick's comic series. If you like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or even if you don't, go check it out. It is much more similar to... The old Eastman and Laird TMNT comics, than this new Nickelodeon crap. So it keeps back, harkens back to the good old days of the original TMNT, and I recommend checking it out. And Nick also asks me to mention it's all been done Radio Hour, uh, which is my show. You can uh, attend at Packrat Comics, which you've already mentioned in Hilliard, Ohio, on the second Saturday of every month at 7 p.m. Basically, it's like a little scripted comedies. So we have five programs. You will get episodes with three of them every month. So they're ongoing stories. But if you haven't heard any before, that's fine. Just drop in. I think you'll still enjoy it. And beginning in January, that will be available as a weekly podcast. So we'll be letting you know more about that when it comes. Nick is one of the stars of one of the five programs. He is the really like the lead character of one of the five programs. And he's also been helping me... Uh, consulting on stories to make sure that they're they're pretty good so hopefully you will check those out and beginning in october i believe we'll be doing a gbg live episode after um those live shows at Rat comics so if you want to drop by around 8:30 or so uh we'll actually be recording an episode of the podcast so that's all well and good let's get to fear the walking dead so i feel like uh A large part of the disagreement Nick and I have can be summed up by comparing it to the television show Lost. Uh, Now, Lost basically had two big fan bases that wanted different things out of the show. And in the series finale, which has become one of the most polarizing series finales of this recent time... Half of the fans, one group, the group that were watching for the characters and cared mostly about what the characters were feeling, uh, which I was definitely in that group, were left very satisfied with Vanelli. It really um, gave us complete arcs for these people that uh, were just... It was good endings for them. Um, being able to see them all come back together in Purgatory and move on was beautiful. Uh, now, there are other set of people who watched mainly for the mysteries of the island which in my opinion were secondary on the show but i still really enjoyed them and i thought they did fine by the mysteries i thought they solved everything that needed to be solved and some of the mysteries that people complained weren't solved either they weren't paying attention <clears throat> polar bears or they just uh weren't important to what was going on so it's kind of uh, whether you're watching that show for the the mystery and the um, uh, you know the the whole story base, or if you're watching it for the characters, um, the best shows serve both of these for sure. But you tend to lean towards one or the other. Now, The Walking Dead is definitely a character driven show. Uh, if you've watched the original series. And I'm a television critic. I watch way too much TV, as you guys will know if you've heard me on these episodes before. Right now, The Walking Dead is my absolute favorite show on television. And I don't even like zombies. I hate zombie movies. I don't watch that stuff. But the characters are so good and so complex. And the morality questions posed by the series are just fascinating. Uh, It's why I really get into The Walking Dead. And when I turned on Fear the Walking Dead, that's what I was expecting from it. More character driven stuff. Now, I do think part of the issue here was marketing. Um, by making a big deal of the fact that we were going back before the outbreak, I think some people were expecting uh, delving into how the outbreak happened or what caused the outbreak. Personally, I don't think that's important. I don't care. I don't care if the show ever. Gets addresses that. I don't care if the comic book series ever addresses that. I've read all the comic books too. It just doesn't matter. What matters is these individual people and what they're going through and what they face and what they have to deal with. Now, I admit Fear the Walking Dead has not gripped me as tightly, as quickly as The Walking Dead did, but I feel like part of that is just the structure of the story. In The Walking Dead, we are at Rick's perspective right off the bat, and we're in this one guy's head, and seeing what he's seeing, and going through what he's going through, and we can relate to him because we know nothing just like he knows nothing until it happens. And then slowly we meet some other characters, and the story gets introduced, and then it starts going on, and And now from there we've been able to build all these characters. Fear the Walking Dead didn't just start with one person. It already started with a larger cast, and so it takes a little bit more time to get to know all those different people as opposed to just one person. Um, so I think Part of that approach uh, kind of doesn't have that immediate grip, which doesn't mean in time the show can't be as good as The Walking Dead. I think it, it very well could be, um, but that makes it slightly less. However, that being said... I do find the characters really interesting. I am into what they're going through, and I'm really excited to see what's going to happen next. Uh, It's still, for me, better than the vast majority of shows on television, because most shows on television don't really take the time to delve into these characters and what they're going through as much. Um, This is an era where crime procedurals, especially on the broadcast networks, really dominate... uh, Oh, I'm not even talking about reality. I'm just talking about scripted TV, because I can't even stand reality. But... With scripted TV, there's a lot of focus on those case of the week and the quick things. But the shows I get into are like House of Cards or The Walking Dead or Better Call Saul, um, Breaking Bad, which are very character driven. I think they're the harder shows to write, um, but the more rewarding shows to watch because you get to use your brain more. You get to really engage with the characters more. And that's what Fear the Walking Dead is trying to do. Now, I get why people are upset that it didn't get into the mystery, and I was a little frustrated the first two weeks um, that everything was so narrowly focused on those family members when I wanted to see more of the city falling and what was going on there. I do think after last, the end of last week's episode, we are going to get to see more of the government response and the larger arcs through the perspective of this family. Um, but the important point to remember is that it's from the perspective of this family. If this family has no reason to be in government meetings, uh, about what's going on and trying to figure out what's, what's happening, then we're not going to see that on the show. Now, could they do another walking dead spinoff that was focused on the people that were involved in that stuff? Absolutely. And I do think that would be interesting and I would definitely be excited to watch that, but that's not what this is. And that's not what the walking dead is. And so you have to keep that in mind and go into the show knowing that. If you're expecting something else, then I fear you're going to be disappointed. Huh? I didn't mean to say that fear, huh? But anyway, I, I do think, um, and this is my personal opinion, Nick very well may dispute it, but I do think Nick went into Fear the Walking Dead expecting something different than what Fear the Walking Dead gave us. And that's why he's so disappointed. And I don't think he's alone in that opinion, that perspective. I'm hoping... That the majority of viewers tuning in will go in with the perspective, oh, Walking Dead's a character show. This is a character show. Um, I don't think it's anything we've seen before on television. Yes, we've seen, you know, City's Fallen movies and stuff. But a television show gives you a lot more time to get into the after effects and how it Uh, how people deal with this sort of thing. And we don't have a lot of television shows that go through this post-apocalyptic stuff. So I know in Nick's drive-by, he made a point, oh, I saw a guy suffer from drug withdrawal before. Yes, but you haven't seen a guy in a post-apocalypse whose family is on the run go through it. And he presents a huge vulnerability. And as this goes on, if he can't get his shit together, then these characters are going to be faced with a big dilemma. Do they just get rid of him so to give them a better chance to survival or do they try to hold on to him? And being that one of the leads is his mother, I can't see her just cutting him loose. And yet she's the strong hero part of the show as well. So it really presents a conundrum that I'm super interested in. And I want to see, um, by having these family, this family, there are definitely some weaknesses, um, in the walking dead, there are family members, uh, at the start. And that's tough to see people lose people. But it's not a, a solid family unit the way this is. And so the dynamics of this are going to be quite different. And yes, we technically kind of have three families uh, right now. But they're all very, two of them are extremely closely related because they share a member. But the, then the third one is just going through this tragedy with them and will become very close very quickly, I believe, based on what's happening. And so it will be really, really interesting um, to watch this group. Plus, you know, they're in the middle of shit. They're being rounded up by the government. They're having to try to evacuate the city as the city is falling rapidly. And I feel like their response by the government, by the military, is going to hinder them rather than help them. As we've seen, um, those organizations were not successful, as we saw in The Walking Dead. So there's this sense of being trapped. And what can these people do when they are trapped? Uh, uh, they have to look up for each other, obviously, but they're also going to be around a lot of other people. And is it every man for himself? Uh, it, are you going to try to build a larger group for strength in numbers? Um, I mean, there's lots of different ways it can go with this. And then you also have to look at the morality of, you know, is it okay to leave others behind to protect my family? Is it okay to drop a weaker member of my family, maybe a drug-addicted son who can't handle things and is hurting us, if it's going to save everybody else? And so those are the questions that we're going to want to see answered or worked through. I mean, there may not be a clear answer, and that's part of what I love about The Walking Dead and Fear of the Walking Dead, is sometimes there isn't just a right answer. There's going to be people that feel both ways, and somebody's going to act, and other people are going to be unhappy with the act that's occurred. So that's why I'm really in the Fear of the Walking Dead um, I, I think it's a great concept, it's a very interesting show uh, I don't think it's going to be like The Walking Dead Because there are so many different aspects of a world like this um, So many different people handling things different ways That I don't think they'll need to repeat what's already been done uh, They can go in completely different directions Running into completely different situations um, So that's my opinion, that's why I like it uh, I'm, I'm very sad that Nick doesn't like it. We agree on most stuff like that of what's good and what's not, but there are times where we don't agree and it always makes me sad. Cause I'm like, just open your eyes, Nick. I promise you it's good. You're just not looking at it from the right perspective, which is totally a stupid thing to say because everybody has their own opinion and you can't convince anybody of anything. But I just keep feeling like I, I just want to be able to open his eyes and I don't know how to. But, you know, I understand time being limited and everything. I've had to cut a lot of shows myself. I just would not recommend cutting Fear the Walking Dead. I think it's still one of the best shows on television. AMC has delivered another thing worth watching, and I hope you'll check it out. Uh, Thanks very much, and next week, Nick will be back on the podcast. Fear not, you will not be suffering through a bunch of GBG drive-bys with me. But I hope you enjoyed this one, and I'll see you later. Bye. You gotta hear with that cheese. We're having a good time, I tell you. You son of cheese cheesehead. <sighs> Go have some gummy with some cream or something. Because I tell you something. This is a happy place. Get out of here with that cheese. You're a creep. Go away. We're having a good time. I tell you, son of a cheesehead.